0: What's up, Copy Chiefs? If you're listening to my voice right now, I bet you'd like to know how you can join Copy Chief. And if you go to the website right now, you'll see that there is a waiting list. But guess what? I've got something special for you for being a Copy Chief Radio listener. When you go to CopyChiefRadio.com, Right now, you'll be able to skip the line and join us all inside Copy Chief. So head on over to Copy Chief Radio right now, and you can skip the line and join us. This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. Welcome back to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. Here is the Copy Chief himself, Mr. Kevin Rogers. What's
1: up, my man? Hey, brother. Good to be back with you for another exciting episode. We got lots of cool stuff uh, to talk about today and coming up on some uh, future episodes that we've been planning. So great to be back in the mix, babe.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Kevin, you're gonna talk to us a little bit uh, about getting back into comedy and now the cat's out of the bag you're doing videos you're letting everybody know so it's no longer a secret so we can talk openly about it now
1: yeah man yeah it was interesting you know at at first uh, my original plan was to never say a word about it um you know one of the most frustrating things for me as a uh, guy who was a professional comic for over a decade is when friends of mine uh decide to try an open mic. You know, they want it. They've always wanted to do comedy. And I think that's great. And I think if you've ever said, you know, I've always wanted to try stand up. I think you're obligated to do it at that point, <laughs> you know, because now you've told yourself that you think you might be good at this thing. And it's one of the scariest things you'll ever do, which means you should do it. If you think you should jump out of an airplane, you should jump out of an airplane. Um, and so uh, I'll, I've coached several friends of mine through the process of getting on their first open mic and then they do th- what I think is the craziest thing. Uh, they, the next day post their iPhone video of their set on Facebook. Uh, and, and inevitably, yeah, it's the first time they've ever been, they're not going to be great at it. Right. Uh, and then, uh, people start weighing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good job. You'll get there. Ah, uh, you know uh, this joke was funny. That joke wasn't funny. People are either saying that that was amazing or you sucked essentially. (laughs) Right. And they're, they're both wrong. You know, it's not time to let the the world judge you, uh, from afar through a tiny iPhone video on, on this experience you've just had. Right. And so I, I now tell people if they ask me, I'm like, look, I'm all for you doing this. I'm happy to give you, some tips and advice and things to look out for before you get up there. Do me a favor. Don't post your first set the next day. Like, let that be your thing, right? Do some self uh, assessing of how it went and, and, you know, do at least five of them before you. So uh, that's been valuable for people. And I don't know anybody who posted up their first set and then was happy they did that. Okay. And so, and so, Because look, the thing is, if you do that, what are you really saying? You're saying, I did it so I could show you that I did this thing, right? And so, because of that, uh, I was like, look, man, I'm not, I'm gonna follow my own advice, and I'm not, there's no reason for me to tell anybody I'm doing this show. This is just a a, a private challenge I've accepted from a friend, and uh, it's gonna be my own little journey, and then I'll talk about it after it's done. Uh, But then what happened was, I started telling, you know, some people who were in my life. Like, you know, it took some friends who are who I really value to kind of talk me into or help me decide that this is something I should do, because I honestly didn't think, Jonathan, that I could fit this into my life. You know, we're, you you get it, dude. I mean, you're an entrepreneur. we we're, we're we're both parents. We're incredibly busy, right? Um, I didn't know that I could make time to honor the craft and, and get back 20, 25 minutes of new material in that short time frame. And, but I started talking to people about it and two things happened. Um, one was th- the support they showed me was overwhelming. Uh, like my buddy Paris Lampopoulos, um, was the first, the first thing he said when I told him I was going to do this is where do I buy a ticket? Right. I mean, he just immediately his thought was, I'm going to be there. I can't wait to be there and support, you know, I mean, that just blew me away. It's the last thing I expected, you know, uh, and then other people started having a very similar reaction. Like, oh, dude, I, I have to I'm going to be there. People flying in friends of mine fr- from places, you know what I mean? It's just like, wow, like that blew me away. Like that, they-, they were that excited for me about it. And uh, uh, it was it was it wasn't about, oh, my God, I got to see how you do, it's like, dude, you've, you've taken on this thing. And I just think that's killer. And I've always wanted to see you do stand up. So there's no way I'm not going to be there that night. Right. And I was like, wow, like that, that's way more support than I expected. And, uh, the other thing was I told a friend of mine about it named Chris, who's a, a documentary filmmaker. We're family friends. We're out at dinner. I tell him I'm doing this. Dude, he spent the rest of the dinner grilling me about it and he getting so excited, thinking about it as, as like a documentary. He's like, do you realize how inspiring this could be to other people? Like, you know, how, like everybody's got something they, they left undone or never tried or gave up on, right? He's like, you know, through your journey of, of this comeback, they could maybe be inspired about what, what they should be doing or could be doing. And I was like, wow, you know, I I never thought of that, you know, and and he started getting me excited. So then I was like, man, that would be pretty cool. Like, I want to share this. But then I had this thing of like, I don't want it. I don't want this to be this, this, you know, BS Facebook thing of let's pretend I'm trying to inspire you. But really what I'm saying is, hey, look at me. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like my concern was if, if this doesn't come across genuinely, like, look, I'm going to put myself out here willing to fail, uh, and to, in the, in the point of it is, uh, two fronts. One is we all have things that we think aren't relevant in our lives or, or we've turned our back on or felt like we had to leave behind because of how our life is today. And maybe that's bullshit. Maybe we can actually do both. The other thing is, uh, so what if you fail? like who cares? like in the big picture like picture your little your little world, the room you're sitting in, pull the camera back, back 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 until you see like the whole globe and, and realize it doesn't matter, man <laughs> right this big crazy world we live in and everybody with their issues and their, no one really cares if you try something and fail it's it, it's not life or you're not a surgeon this is not life or death, right? So, uh, I, and then, you know, I started to realize, uh, it's all good. You just have fun with it. And if somebody misconstrues me sharing this journey as, as sort of a, a myopic attention grab, then so be (laughs) it. Look at me, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the right people will see it for what it is and hopefully find some inspiration. Uh, and so that's why I decided to. To go social with it, and I got to tell you, man, it's been amazing uh, because I've gotten that response from from a number of people. And what's interesting, Jonathan, is mostly they contact me privately about it, right? So I so I've done a little bit of, you know, hey, so what what thing have you uh, maybe left behind? Or tell me, you know, a lot of people have responded in the thread. Oh, you all, well, you know, I wanted to be a Uh, I left behind jazz guitar and I've really been wanting to get back to playing live and, and maybe I'll do that and and things like that. But, but privately I get people going into detail and spilling their guts. I've heard from, you know, a a copywriting legend who I I won't name because obviously he he contacted me privately, but he said he's always wanted to, uh, something I didn't even know he was interested in. And uh, he's always afraid to reveal it publicly, but he set a deadline for, for when he's going to release this thing on Facebook the first time. Right. Uh, and I don't want to say it because other people will see when he does release it. And then, you know, feel like I'm talking out of school. Um, <laughs> but you know, just a ton of people, man, like, oh, I need, uh, you know what you've, you've inspired me. I got to get back to music or a lot of people said, you know what? You reminded me that I've always wanted to try stand up and screw it. I'm going to do it. And so it's just been killer, dude. It's really, um, really cool in that, in, that, in that vein.
0: Hey, producer Jonathan here. And I know I'm interrupting the program, but it is for a very good reason. If you are not already a member of Copy Chief, then you probably should be. And if you go to the website right now, you can get on the waiting list and maybe get a spot when we open. Or you can do the smart thing. Right now, today, you can join Copy Chief by going to CopyChiefRadio.com and you can skip the line. No waiting list. But I got to warn you, you'll only have 30 minutes from the time you land on CopyChiefRadio.com to join. And that's so we don't have any time wasters or scragglers. So make sure that you're absolutely ready. Then go to CopyChiefRadio.com today and join. It's crazy, actually. I hadn't really realized that you were positioning it that way, because look, I don't watch all the videos or any of that stuff. I talk to you, and that's how I get information from you. But I didn't realize the positioning was, what's the one thing you left behind? Because it's funny how we're going through some similar stuff, and I, I think that's why we work together. But when I was a kid growing up, like middle school age, I thought I wanted to be a cartoonist. Now, I know there's no money in cartooning now, but I thought I wanted to be a cartoonist, and I've spent the last 14 weeks getting back into drawing, and that was the one thing that I left behind. And so, it's just kind of cool to see how you're inspiring people, because I'm talking to people now also, and they're like, oh, I always wanted to draw. I used to draw when I was a kid. So, the same same thing is, like, people think that you have to grow up and forget about this, and what I find particularly interesting is that you hid this away for so long when you were doing your copywriting thing and now it's coming back full circle you're doing the comedy you're doing some promotion whether we want to call it that or not and you're inspiring and helping
1: people yeah it's pretty wild it's because it's it's something I never expected to do you know I I always and by the way that's exciting dude about the cartooning and it's interesting again just in a because in a, w- I've seen you posting that stuff But again, you're you're being a little vague about it, too. You're just kind of posting up the drawings. So you're showing your progress. But I also didn't catch, hey, this is something I've I've always wanted to get better at or maybe, you know, take to the next level. And now I'm doing it. Right. So there's a lesson to us both and to anybody in marketing is that you got to be abundantly clear about what you're up to here. Right. (laughs) Um, Because even though in my videos, I'm saying, hey, this is what's up. I've, I'm doing this thing and this is the comeback. You've got to watch the video to, to get the full story and you can't assume anybody's even going to watch your video. So what you post in the, um, in the text of the thread needs to basically say the same thing the video says in another way. So great lesson there. Um, that's exciting, dude. I've always wanted to be able to draw. I always think I would never get bored if I could draw, I would just sit there and, and doodle and like create and you know what I mean? What a cool thing. Yeah. Um, but you asked me a question. Um, you Just said how everyone, it's
0: tying back in because you oh, hid right, away right. the comedy thing for so long, and now it's kind of right. coming together for
1: you. Yeah, yeah, and that's the wild thing is that um, it's uh, it, it's such a mind shift to think of it as something I do again. It's it, it's now hey, this is a, a full part of me because I always talked about it as this other life. I used to phrase it that way, you know, in my in my previous life as a stand-up comic. And, uh, the truth is it, 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 it never goes away. Like if you invested a certain amount of time, uh, uh, recognizing a passion you have and then developing some skill around that, that's a part of you for life. And it is definitely to our detriment to not continue exercising that in some way. In fact, I would go so far as to say that should be a gauge on how you're succeeding in life. If you have replaced one thing for another or gotten so busy collecting money that the thing you once did or once dreamed of that was pure, purely for passion is, is dead in your life, I, I'd say you should consider that a failure and, and almost an emergency uh, because what I've learned, and I bet you're learning this too, and I'd love to hear your take on it, if it's so critical to keep that pat, that frivolous part of ourselves going, I don't know how this could ever lead to money, uh, but it doesn't matter. This has nothing to do with money. This is a part of me that needs to to breathe and speak and, and grow and, and, and be fed, right? And when you honor that, there is – No doubt that every other part of your life will improve your relationships, your self-satisfaction, the the work you do. Even if you think those two things are 100 percent non-related, it's bound to to improve everything you do.
0: Absolutely, man. So there's a a couple things that I'll share with you from from my journey is that people are looking at me slightly differently because they think that you have time to draw, then you must be crushing it in business, right? And, and so they must think that a little bit about you, like, damn, you're running copy chief, you're doing all these big things, and you have time for comedy? You got your shit together, brother. So there's that, I never even expected that. And it's so damn interesting how people view you differently. And that's something that, yeah, I agree, you owe yourself. And in fact, I was at my uh, quarterly strategic coach meeting in Atlanta just a couple days ago. And our instructor, Kim, was uh, doing an exercise with us where we're visualizing the next year, right? And so we could either write a list and just write out what our next year looks like and the ideal situation. Or she said, the other option is to mind map. And for me, I was like, shit, I'm mind mapping. So I started doing drawings and doodling and all that stuff. And one thing that she said that kind of speaks to what you're saying is, the more connections you make, the happier you're going to be. So the more you connect your comedy to your copy chief, to your personal life, the more connections you have there, the more it's interconnected, the happier you will be because the energy just keeps flowing.
1: Yes, yes. That's the thing. It, it, it's, it's, you know, look, we're, we're not, um, somebody pointed out to me this thing that um, you're not one thing or the other all of it is part of who you are, right? And that was a huge for me. Um, it's like, you know, uh, so to talk about yourself as former anything, it's, look, it's it, it's valuable in business and in marketing to say, you know, I'm this person who has a set of experience that lends to my expertise wherein I can help you more, right? It makes sense there. But um, personally, you have to realize that There is really no such thing as former, like everything you've done and certainly anything you've spent time developing uh, as a passion is intrinsically part of who you are. And that affects um, everything you do and how you approach stuff. And and that's why when people say, Jonathan, uh, well, how can I be an expert in in copywriting when? So many experts have come before me. Like, what can I say that Barry, Gary Benservanga can't say better? That John Carlton hasn't already taught in, in a more interesting way? Well, guess what? They're not you, and they don't have your specific life experience. And they don't, it's when this same information is filtered through your unique DNA, it then resonates with a whole new set of people who may not resonate with those other people. And so guess what? You get to be the one who inspires them. You get to build your own following. You get to be a guru, right? And so uh, that's why I say it's like an emergency if you've left something behind and you know that it's like this, don't ever l- allow yourself to talk about something as this, this former part of yourself. That's that's the big lesson for me.
0: I wanna replace that because I've used that in my life as well, former. Let's replace that F word With foundational. That's foundation Uh, for who you are today.
1: Love that. Love that. My foundational skill is stand-up comedy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Good stuff, man. man. So, all right. Now, I don't know if you want to date this episode or not, but it's actually airing right before your uh, comedy set. So do you want to date it or do you want to just say, hey, look for it?
1: No, I, I think, um, w- you know, we could date it because look, th- this will air, oh, this will air before the like show the or twenty Like
0: the 29th. After. Yeah. This is airing at uh, 1229. So when is your show?
1: Perfect. Yeah. So the show is January 13th. Okay. And, you know, I think it'll still be relevant because, you know, honestly, uh, what's cool about this for me is, uh, I, I only have to focus on that show as far as up goes. Right. People have said, first of all, it's funny. You mentioned about, um, people going, wow, you must really have it going on. I have to be careful that people don't think I've suddenly just switched off my mark, you know, my other business life. And now I'm back to stand up. Yeah. Because a few people have said, so you're not going to write copy anymore or, you know, and I'm like, Oh, oh no, whoa. Kevin, dude,
0: that's where you say, no, I'm no longer for hire. And then you start getting a hundred thousand dollar checks,
1: bro. <laughs> that's true. Probably, probably the better move. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, so, look, but the truth is like, I don't know, like all, all that matters right now, uh, is January 13th at 8 PM. I'm going to walk out in front of about 2000 people and do my best to kill that room and, and do it in a way that honors the show, which is opening for bill setting bill up, which he needs none of. I mean, they're there to see Billy. He's going to kill no matter what, but you know, aside of wanting to get big laughs, I also want to uh, honor the fact that the spot I'm in, right? You know, you don't go out there and, and grab your nuts for for 20 minutes and <laughs> and louse up the joint, and then go. Now here's your classy headliner, you know. Right. So uh, I'm having to. It, it, it's an interesting thing to come back to stand up. First of all, like rediscovering who I am as a stand up and what's my point of view now because it's so different from when I used to do this. Like my life couldn't be more different. Uh, and then of course also saying, well, some things, uh, are really funny and they're working in the clubs, but I know I'm not going to use that on the show opening for Bill. So let's not spend too much time developing that, that hunk. You know what I'm saying? So there, there, there are some filters on it, but they actually make it easier. I say the one compromise I have, uh, or at least the one thing I'm having to rediscover as an approach is, um, the way I've developed jokes, you know, I've done now, here's the progress real quick. And I know we're, we're at the end of the show here, but I've done, um, you know, um, I need to get it at 20 minutes. So I did my first 20 minute set of new material last Friday. Uh, and, um, and it was great because I didn't know that I'd be able to actually fill 20 minutes. I did. It went really well. I felt great, but that is not the 20 minutes I'm taking in front of Bill. Right. And so. Now I'm in this next phase of, okay, there's, because the way I used to develop and what way I would prefer develop is just let the material evolve on stage. You bring the jokes on stage. The real magic happens in the moment. You get getting that live audience feedback. That's when the jokes form. Um, but I don't have that luxury. I need to choose what the material is going to be and just start polishing. So uh, it's much more akin to meeting a deadline with a sales letter than it is, you know exploring an an art form (laughs) yeah
0: yeah well that that time constraint too is good for you so look we're we're a little long and this is like a little more passionate i think than than usual so that's good but what do you have coming up for us next time kevin
1: yeah some great shows man coming up um our friend abby woodcock is back uh, it, you know, Abby, God, this might be her, what, uh, fourth show with us. It's actually going to be a two parter as well, because, uh, Abby just did this great thing where she kind of put on the, the client hat, you know, she's a freelance copywriter and she needed to hire some content writers. And these are her 11 reasons why, uh, freelancers aren't closing more deals based on her experience sitting in the hiring seat. And so two-part episode, super valuable for any freelancer. Or if you're hiring freelancers, this is going to be wicked valuable for you.
0: No joke. Just in time, I'm hiring people. I love it. (laughs) So that is a wrap for another Copy Chief Radio. We will be back in your earbuds next time. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Copy Chief Radio. If you like what you heard here and you want more, go to Copychiefradio.com. This is the Podcast Factory.com.